We got Kenneth Walker news. We got Zach Charbonnet news. Both running backs are injured right now. Pete Carroll talks about it. Both could be sidelined a little while, but we are not even in August. August 1st is, is uh, on Tuesday, so we have plenty of time. But we have to digest what happens to ADP values. Are a lot of knee-jerk reacting uh, Ned's going to be out there going, Smitty, I can't, I just don't understand. Are we fading Kenneth Walker now, Smitty? Are we fading Zach Charbonnet? There's, it's never good. It's never ideal when someone gets injured, but there is a certain amount of reacting you should do and a certain amount of reacting you shouldn't do. And, uh, you know, there are going to be a lot of people that are going to uh, anticipate adding maybe a, a DJ Dallas to their, their docket. And I'm going to tell you, come on, come on. The Fantasy Football Show begins now. From the FantasyFootballShow.com studios. It's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Smitty is also live whenever news breaks. From the FantasyFootballShow.com news desk, here is your breaking news. So definitely breaking news here, definitely breaking news here, but what's it all mean and, and how reactive should you be? A lot of bobs out there are going to overreact like they always do. And it's natural to have a little bit of a, I don't know, community re, uh, freakout session when someone's injured at all. But here's the news. Let me give you the news and let's digest it and break it down to the best of our ability. Seahawks head coach Pete Carroll told reporters that rookie running back Zach Charbonnet has a shoulder injury and is out indefinitely. Now, the indefinitely part is bad. We got to find out what this means. What I would say, the 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 moon is falling apart. This is these are the I know Atlanta is probably kidding. If he's not, he can take a lap because nothing's falling apart. Um, but anyways, Pete Carroll says that indefinitely for Zach Charbonnet, Seahawks running back Kenneth Walker has a groin injury that is expected to sideline sideline him for a little while. Um, of these two reports, definitely feels like the Zach Charbonnet news feels a little bit more serious. We're going to find out more on that. If he has some sort of torn um, rotator or some sort of uh, labrum tear, that could put him on the shelf walking into week one, which would open the door for Zach or for uh, Kenneth Walker to become what he was getting drafted to become in January, February, March, where he was a top 15 overall pick. So my little takeaway here is more about we're waiting on this news before we start vaulting him up. Now, <laughs> the the petrified Peters coming in here, I don't think they're gonna I don't think they're gonna see the the silver lining here. The silver lining here is that if this injury didn't happen, then this guy would be back in into like second round conversations. So the fact that he's banged up right now is almost I don't want to say injuries are ever good, but a blessing in disguise that if let's say news comes out that Zach Charbonnet is gonna be out a while. He would vault. He would skyrocket. This injury is going to keep him at bay. Um, of course, we don't want Walker to have a, a, a an injury right now, especially these two injuries right here. Groin injury. Groin injuries can linger, but it also depends on the severity. Like when someone says we're going to keep Walker out a while, doesn't mean he suffered a, a grade two tear to his groin. It means he's got a groin injury. We do not want this thing coming back during the season. Let's sit him out for a couple weeks, get it 100% and rock him out into the, the the week one on a terror like so there are a lot of people they're gonna freak out i already see it in the comments <laughs> there's about four worried williams in the comments maybe five worried williams in the comments right now that don't realize that it's july 30 <laughs> it's july 30 he has a groin injury has anybody ever played sports before you're gonna have injuries nicks and and bruises and you're gonna be banged up a little a little bit heading into august not a big deal so I don't want anybody freaking out on my watch, okay? If you're going to come in here and say, uh, are, we, are, we, are we picking up DJ Dallas? Take a lap. If, you've said, if anybody's in the chat said DJ Dallas, you're taking a lap right now. If anybody's freaking out about Kenneth Walker, if anybody said the Moon Men list is falling apart, take a lap and... Bijan card has been revoked. Anybody that feels the Moon Men list has been compromised, I'm taking away your Bijan card. Your Bijan card has been revoked. Take a 
It's August 1 on Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen. Even on Tuesday, we have well, well over a month. We're talking about a month. We're talking about a month and, and then another 10 days, 11 days before we're at all at a point where we need to be worried. That is that is over 40 days we have to get a groin injury under control. And definitely worries me about, about Zach Charbonnet. But like I said, it sounds like Zach Charbonnet potentially could have the worst situation going on. We don't fully know. Maybe maybe Kenneth Walker has a grade three tear. We'll find out, but it doesn't appear that way. And the, and the little birdies that are whispering in my ears at a Seattle camp say it's a mild groin injury. It's not considered to be serious right now. Let's take a deep breath. And let's realize that Kenneth Walker's little groin injury is keeping him from vaulting back into round two. Because if this injury is more severe, maybe this injury is fine too. Out indefinitely, what's that mean? It's certainly not a good term in, in terms of football and, and, and injuries. But let's say it's been blown out of proportion indefinitely. And then that turns into four weeks and he comes back and he's ready for week one. Then I don't know that his value would skyrocket. But if this is like a torn labrum, if this is a, a, a four to six, uh, four to six, four to eight week injury right now, and he's going to be out at least six, seven, eight weeks, then Kenneth Walker is literally going to sleepwalk into second round value if he doesn't have an injury or something holding him back. You know, I I just feel like everyone's miss, <laughs> everyone's gonna miss the the upside here. I swear, I, I feel like I come in here and and I uh I have to I, I have to come up with different ways to try and calm people down all the time. We are we are 40 plus days away. We're 40 plus days away and we're freaking out. If you guys are freaking out at some level, not not everybody, but uh, you know, four or five worried Williams in the chat that are panicked, that are panicked, worried then I can only imagine what's happening outside of our realm. So I'm excited for that opportunity because whenever a player has some sort of, I don't know, issue that I don't necessarily believe is a real long-term issue, it's value time. It's value season. Zach Charbonnet was a value. He's an added value to Kenneth Walker's ADP. Made this man a steal in the fourth and fifth round. Now I ask you, now I ask you, where is he going? Is he going... 5.5 is he going 5.10 is he could he possibly fall to 6.1 because it feels like he might it feels like no one even knows how bad the injury is and he's already the 6.1 he's already the 6.1 in an up-and-coming best ball draft i can see it now he's injured i'm not drafting him i'm not taking that risk and so therefore we scoop him up at 6.1 Every little bit of ADP drop I can get, I'll take when it comes to Kenneth Walker. Groin injury in July. I know we're pro approaching August. I'm not worried yet. I I is it ideal? No. But could it end up being a, a blessing in disguise? It could. It could because it's going to wash any of the potential climb that might have happened if this guy's out for a long time with the indefinite shoulder inj injury. So freak out fest. Ensue, your boy Smitty will do his best to calm the storm. Uh, Pacheco over Walker now. Uh, this is the kind of stuff that makes uh, makes lap makers. Doesn't mean I don't love Pacheco though, bro. But Pacheco is a six or seven round player. You just told me you're you're not drafting Walker until round six. This is excellent news, Derek. It's the best news you could have given me today. Because now I know six round awaits my Kenneth Walker drafting. And I'm all on board that train, baby. I'm all on board that train. Uh, uh, all our guys are going down. Smitty says, Jake the Snake. Another take a lap, Jake. Because that's false. Take a Some of you are showing your true colors right now. Like Jake the Snake. No offense, Jake. But all of our guys aren't going down, Jake. They're suffering Nick's and bruises and bangs so calm down pal calm down jake calm down ron navy with a 20 dollar hauler let's roll alert super chat alert ron navy says uh coming in 
Coming at you live on Sunday with breaking news at Smitty. Thank you, Ron. Appreciate the super chat. But, I mean, goodness gracious, guys. Bijan will break the rookie rushing record. That's that's facts right there. He's not only going to break the rookie rushing record. He's going to be the number one rusher in the, in the NFL his rookie year. He's going to be the the, the, the rushing. He's going to win the rushing title. Um, let's see here. Smitty, you have a beautiful singing voice. Thank you, Philly. I appreciate you. Uh, trust the processes, Sam. Damian Pierce season says, uh, Kubo, we like Kubo, not not over Walker. I do like Pierce. I do love Pacheco. I do love Pierce. You guys know those guys are moon men, either uh, graduates or moon men now in, 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 in uh, Pacheco. But Pacheco's banged up right now. That's the part that really bothers me. Derek, this is the part that really bothers me. You're one of my people. I feel ashamed of myself that you even asked this question. That's on me. That's on me, Derek. Pacheco's hurt more than Walker's hurt right now. And no one's worried about it because he was hurt coming in. The expectation's low. Pacheco's got a broken hand he's rehabbing, which I'm not concerned about. He's got a torn labrum that has surgery, which he's rehabbing, and I'm not concerned about. And he's out probably longer than Walker right now. And you just said Pacheco over Walker now? What are we doing here, Derek? Derek, you know I love you, pal. I'm not trying to run you off. I love you. I love you. I'm here for you. I'm your coach. I'm yelling at you. I'm screaming at you because your coach is not going to tell you, oh, good job, Derek, running that that half lap, that half-ass lap you just took around the track. I'm your coach. I'm going to tell you high knees. Pick up the speed, Derek. I know you can run faster than that, Derek. I know you can win the race tomorrow, Derek. But if you don't train a little better, Derek, your coach is upset. Derek, your coach is upset at you. I'm yelling at you, but it doesn't mean I don't appreciate you. Doesn't mean that I'm not going to be there for you. Doesn't mean I'm not going to help you win your championship, Derek. But you can do better than this. High knees, Derek. High knees. What are we talking about here? I knew this was going to happen. I come in here. We got Walker freakouts all over the place. He's got a groin injury. It's not severe. It's not severe. And it's not severe... And he's also going to be later, grabbed later in your draft. He's going to be sitting there at 6.1. And people are scared. That's great news. That's great news. Um, Trust no one, but I like Sun God more than Evans says Swaggy. We're having a track meet today. We are. You know, and sometimes you come to you come to practice and coach is a little fired up at everybody. Everybody's taking laps. That's just the way it is. You don't like that, this might not be the show for you. If you don't like your coach yelling at you, somebody comes in and goes, Smitty, uh, you know, it's, I like your content. You do a really good job. I appreciate it, but you yelling at people is really distasteful. It's not a good look, and I just wanted to be honest and give you some honest feedback because I'm a feedback Freddy. And I'm a feedback Freddy, and I've got a little honesty for you, Smitty. Let me try and change your show so that you're a boring cookie cutter son of a bee that comes on here and just talks mundane and very, very, you know, monotone. We are going to monitor the situation about Kenneth Walker. The best thing, the best thing to do is probably just sit here like a, like a rock and we're going to eventually have something plentiful and exciting to say after it's obvious and he's healthy okay once he's healthy and he's back i'll come in here and do a video and go kenneth walker's healthy captain obvious reporting live kenneth walker's healthy continue drafting him in round four and five or or we could tell feedback freddie to toughen up and enjoy the show Because I'm not here to hold your hand and to not scream at you to take a lap. I'm not here to be your best friend all the time, even though we're pretty good pals, aren't we? All all of us bro fist on three. Boom. (laughs) We're, We're family. But family yells at each other once in a while. Family lets family know 
when they when their shiat smells, okay? And right now I'm telling you, Derek, I'm telling you, I don't like what I'm seeing, Derek. I love you, pal. I love you, pal. But I don't like what I'm seeing. Take a big fat lap, Derek. Hey, now that Kenneth Walker's got an unknown, probably small groin injury, Smitty, uh, do we go after Pacheco, who's rehabbing two bigger injuries? Because my expectation was that I knew that was happening. Now, you're pulling the rug out from under me, and now all the moon men are hurt. All the moon men are hurt, Smitty. Joe Burrow, has anybody heard Joe Burrow's not playing week one? Has anybody heard that Garrett Wilson's not playing week one? I don't think I understand that all the moon men are going down. What's going down mean? Going down to going down to me means you're not playing. You're down, you're injured, you're out. As far as I know, this moon man list looks good. The moon men dropping loads in outer space. I'm not worried here. Even though I'm yelling at Derek about this, I'm not worried here. Space monsters. Not worried here yet. Probably will be. Right here. I know there's some panic about what's going on there, but Discount City might be inbound. Pollard, Gibbs, Bijan, Garrett Wilson's not in jeopardy of playing week one. Alave, Watson, London, Pickens, Dotson, Ridley, Tila, Fields, Chigakonkwo, Kincaid getting good news today. He looks the part, they say, in Buffalo. Look, we're going to have we're gonna have bangs and bruises and dings going on here, okay? Yeah, this is a situation that's unfolding with Brees Hall and people are freaking out. Yeah, we're worried about this injury here. Yeah, he's banged up with his ankle, but everything, everything's indicating he's fine. It's a lower ankle injury. We could freak out left and right if we want on our own moon men list. That magnificent list, not to mention the Mars list looks phenomenal. He's on a shuttle to Mars. Mars man. Phenomenal. And if you're going to discount Burrow, go do it. Loads dropping and spinning aimlessly in space. You're going to discount Garrett Wilson, go do it. Go, go do it live. I'll be here to scoop them up. Okay. Um, let's see here. Let's see here. What do we got? These kind of injuries happen every year and overreactions happen. Smitty's right. Look, you know what else I'm going to enjoy? Derek, appreciate you. Derek, let's bro fist that out. I'm sweating these last five laps. Look at this, man. This man, this is a man that learns from his mistakes. This is a man that runs faster when you tell him to go faster. This is a man that you're going to face some of you. He's going to win your league because he's working hard. He's working harder than the average bear out there, taking his laps, taking his lumps, and taking them like a man. He's not compl complaining and crying, Smitty. I really like your show, but when you yell at people, it's very disrespectful. Very disrespectful. When you yell at people, Smitty, it's like when I come in, I want to be coddled and I want to be told that everything's fine. I don't like to be told that I drafted a shitty team, Smitty. If you draft a bad team, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you to get out there. I'm going to slap you on the rear end, send you on your way, and have you get out there and draft a magnificent team the next time you draft. That's the way it is. Damian Pierce over Walker. I love Damian Pierce, my guy, Jeff. I love Damian Pierce. I love him. I love him, but he's a sixth or seventh round player. Okay? Walker is a second round player that moved down to round four. Well, initially round three because a lot of knee-jerking Neds out there. Knee-jerk reaction Neds out there said, oh, God. Zach Charbonnet's on roster. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta move Kenny Walker down, ladies and gentlemen. Kenny Walker Skywalker is now playing second fiddle, and we're gonna move him down to the third round. Not, not far enough. Let's move him to the fourth round. Not far enough. Let's move him to 5.1, 5.2, And now he may, may, may. I don't know. Nobody knows. Maybe his groin injury ends up being worse than his shoulder. At this point, the way the verbiage is and what I'm hearing, there's a lot hot, higher likelihood 
that this is a problem here for rookie running back Zach Charbonnet because he's out indefinitely with the shoulder. We, we are going to hear what it is. Is it a torn labrum? Is it a torn rotator? Is it just a sprain? Could it be okay? Is it a broken collarbone, which oftentimes some people will mix up with a shoulder injury because really a collarbone connects to your shoulder. There's all kinds of things. Could it be nothing? Could it be a minor sprain and he's back in two weeks? You've got to learn the offense, though. Basically, what I'm trying to tell you, Jeff, and everybody out there, and Jeff, your family, your family, Jeff, your family. It's okay if I yell at family. You'll forgive me, Jeff, okay? But Jeff, the thing here is that if this didn't happen, if this man didn't have a groin injury right now, this news would vault him back into the top of three, maybe bottom of two. There's silver lining here that's hard to see. It makes it very cloudy. There is risk involved. I truly believe there's risk involved. Like, I'm not com coming here and say, hey, there's zero risk involved. I'm putting a blindfold on. And I'm riding my horse into the war with the blindfold on. Just absolute idiocy. Let's put a, I got a blindfold on right here. I don't have a blindfold. I thought I had a blindfold. I'm riding into the storm with a blindfold into the war because I'm not going to get shot. I'll be okay. I'll be fine. Let's just ride blindly into battle. That's not what I'm doing. I, I'm, I'm assessing the risk. There's risk this, that this groin injury turns into more. Certainly. But we're not one week out, people. We're 40 days away from where this guy's got to be on the field. And while he's out, this guy can't take his job because he's probably more injured than this guy. And this guy's not so injured that I'm worried unless he goes out and has some sort of setback trying to get back too early. Those are things we can't control. But let me tell you something. And we do have the, the Kenny McIntosh. Is he a cuff? He is. At this point, he is a cuff because we don't even know how injured he is. Kenny McIntosh could could vault up and become the cuff to Kenneth Walker. And you might get a little work out of him if, for any reason, this groin injury does get worse or there's some sort of tear we find out about. Is there risk? Yeah. Are you drafting tonight and you want to know what my assessment is? There's risk involved. But if you can get him at 5.5, 5.8, 6.1... I'm smashing it all day long. I'm still cuffing him right now. And his value probably dropped to about 115 overall from about 100 overall. So the risk is absolutely low. I might even cuff McIntosh Charbonnet to my walker, which some people are going to say, Smitty, you draft three RVs for one spot? Not if you've got four bench spots, Bobby. Okay, if you've got four bench spots, I can't help you with cuffing and doing all that but if you've got a deep bench you might just grab all three i don't think it's dj dallas it's kenny mcintosh okay and, and and the bottom line is this being petrified being scared is not going to win you championships maybe the petrified peter avoids the injury that kenneth walker could have because the groin injury injury is there and you can kind of say in hindsight if this went badly, oh, I kind of knew it, right? I should have just avoided him. Maybe avoiding Angus is going to not have this situation on his hands, but he's not going to win his league anyway. He's not going to win his league anyway because the guy's petrified. Just like Peter, just like Paul. Every petrified Peter and petrified Paul out there is not taking risks, and this doesn't even feel like a big risk to me. And it's a blessing in disguise that they're both banged up the moment this news breaks. Because if Zach Charbonnet ends up being out for the year or six months or two to three months, and he may or may not, but out indefinitely doesn't sound good, then if this this news broke on Charbonnet today and Walker didn't have a, a, a what I believe and what I'm hearing to be a pretty minor groin injury that they want to be very careful. They're 40 days out. Let's sit him out for a couple weeks. Just get it in the rear view. Just like Burrow. Burrow's injury is not thought to be a serious calf strain. But if they sit him out for two or three weeks, we're 40 days out. Both of them should walk out onto the field and go. And they're rehabbing every day anyway. They're moving it. They're stretching it. They're walking they're going to walk out and go, I don't feel it anymore. And what do we do? Attention, all of the sixth-round Joe Burrow uh, drafters and all of the sixth-round Kenneth Walker drafters, please report to the huddle, the fantasy huddle, on three. We're going to say championship. 
Ready? One, two, three, break. Championship! Because every single one of you petrified Peters that leaves Walker to round six and Burrow to round six and maybe Garrett Wilson and his lower ankle injury, not a high ankle sprain, a low ankle sprain, they're going to sit there and let and shove these guys down handfuls of draft slots. Garrett Wilson at the top of two, championship. Joe Burrow, top of six, championship. I do a video coming out on Joe Burrow and the freakout, how to handle it, what to do, and that video is going to talk about how even I, overly optimistic Smitty, on Joe Burrow is going to tell you there's nothing wrong with going 50, 50% fields, 50% Joe Burrow going forward because I love both of them. Both of them could be the number one quarterback. So with the risk involved, there is that potential to say, hey, let's wash some of the risk and go fields heavy for the next couple weeks. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? That's being cautious, but also being a baller at the same time because Fields is going to ball. That's not petrified. That's smart. But am I going to avoid Walker without that complimentary player that's sitting there that has the kind of upside Walker has? No, I'm not. Am I going to go all in on Walker in a lot of situations, round six? Every time. Every time I see Walker sitting in round six, I'm going to smash. I'm going to smash... And I'm not even hesitating. I think we got a couple more Super Chats in the building that I haven't got to yet. Avi says, I want Walker now more than ever. And that's what I'm trying to say to all of the petrified Peters out there. The phone lines will be open in one second, Avi. Just give me one second to finish my ranting and raving. Eric dropping a five. Smitty, I sent a DM on Twitter for K9 breaking news. Eric, we're already here, Eric. I appreciate it, Eric, but... How does that help me, Eric? I get so many DMs, Eric. I'll never see that tweet even now. And I don't even think it's called Twitter anymore, Eric. I think it's called X. So that's probably why I didn't see it. Eric, appreciate your super chat. I I love I love my followers. I love my followers because you guys do DM me like crazy when an injury happens. And so Eric, Eric's trying to be the one to, to break it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Look, Eric. There have been plenty of times that a super chatter has broken news on the show. They go, Smitty, breaking news, boom. Uh, yesterday that happened. I forget what the, the report was. Yesterday, I forget. Somebody super chatted. We had we were live, so we didn't have like the news constantly pulled up. I refresh it every 10 minutes or whatever on the live stream. But, but this super chatter came in, dropped a super chat. So, Eric, you keep attempting to break the news. I have faith in you, Eric. You are going to be the one that drops the Joe Burrow is completely 100% breaking news, Smitty. Here's a super chat. Put it up on the screen, and you're going to be the victor of the day. Eric to the moon. Appreciate you, Eric. Appreciate you. It's my boy. Avi, uh, calling in one second. D-Class, I live for the megaphone, says D-Class. Appreciate you. Okay, to wrap up everything. I'm not mad at Jeff. I love Jeff. I'm trying to motivate Jeff. I'm not mad at, uh, what was his name? What was his name? Derek? Was it Derek? I'm not mad at Derek. I'm not mad at my boy. Uh, I, I yelled at so many people, I don't even know. <laughs> I'm not mad at any of you. I'm your coach. I'm here to calm the storm. That's all this is. Phone lines open. Dial in. Call into the show. Call, call, call into the show. All right, let's kill the music and let's take some phone calls. I know some of you are still going to be on the on the ledge. I imagine a lot of you won't be. I don't want anybody to think I don't have concern. I don't want anybody to think that I don't believe that there's a potential risk here. I just think that any risk that is present from an early July, late July, early August groin injury that is cat- categorized as uh, not a big concern, but could keep him out a little while just to make sure he's good, just like Joe Burrow. I don't think those things they they get. I don't think the reaction is warranted. I think it's an overreaction. It's a knee jerk reaction, and it more times than not has a direction of wrong, like it swings in the wrong direction to the point where we get to all take advantage of and scoop up Kenny Walker, scoop up Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow fell to the sixth round. I had two followers last night. Show me their draft board where Joe Joe Burrow went at 7.1 and I think 7.3. Okay, Joe Burrow in round six because of the calf injury is better than Joe Burrow in round four without the calf injury. 
I gladly take on the risk. Just like Walker is better in the 5.1 to 5.3 territory with Zach Charbonnet healthy on roster than Walker in the second round at 14 overall with, with Charbonnet not on the roster. Kenneth Walker at 6.1 with the groin injury with Charbonnet on the roster with the shoulder injury, even if it's not serious, is better than Walker in round two, fully healthy at 14 overall. It's all perspective. It's all what lens are you looking through. And if you don't see an injury opportunity, you're looking at it from one angle, from one lens, and you don't see the, the, the objective here. The objective in fantasy football is simple. Draft the best player every time you're on the clock. Pick up the best player anytime you can pick someone up. Trade the best player or trade for the best player anytime you can make an acquisition that makes your team better. The, the advantage is where are the chess pieces on the board the moment you're making your decision. And it does suck if, let's say, Walker does have this groin injury. It lingers. McIntosh gets in there and gets some work. Charbonnet comes back sooner than Walker, which I don't think is the vibe right now. It sounds like this could be serious or at least more serious, even if he's not out for four four weeks to two months or whatever, let's say it's the equal in seriousness. Uh, and we'll assume that this is a worst case scenario. Right here, I, I, I'm i taking the risk gladly, gladly at 6.1 and every single time because there's no indication that he's missing significant time. Just like Joe Burrow, there's no indication he's missing week one or having this linger into the season. You have some concern and that concern is being addressed via the ADP drop, but Walker was already an absolute steal in the fifth round. Like, stupid steal. Like, the stupidest ADP value I've seen all offseason long. 5.1, 5.2, 5.3. It's stupid low. It's, it's the best deal in fantasy. And so, I'm glad there's a market reaction to the groin injury. I think there should be. But keep in mind, he's so far ahead Walker of his his actual likely to earn value comparative to his ADP of 5.1, 5.2, 5.3 that this baked in additional risk, it's perfect. It's perfect. Now, do I want everybody to draft him in every league? No, I, I mean I probably will because I'm I'm a I'm a risk uh, a risky guy in some sense with some of the players I believe in, and I'm okay with that. I'll let a, a whole season crash and burn versus trying to be careful Caleb. You know, if if Brees Hall concerns, his his ACL injury doesn't scare me off from, from doing the same thing this year because it was a freak ACL injury. And if Hall didn't go down, we would have won so many leagues by landslides. It wouldn't have, it wouldn't have been even comparable across another, another platform or another show or whatever. We would have just absolutely cleaned up across the board because I would say our following had 80, 90% of it had Brees Hall. But it also had Walker. It also had Pierce. It also had Jalen Hurts. It also had a lot of guys that stepped up. But this is a great value here. Um, I got Ron Navy on the line and then Avi. Ron Navy is a Mars man. Go ahead, Ron Navy. You are live, my guy. What's up, Smitty? Not much. I was in the middle of a Joe Burrow video in the middle of an uh, A-Rod and Jordan Love video, but that got side that got put on the back burner because this news broke on Charbonnet. There was also the news kind of floating around on Walker that I was going to potentially do a video or go live on anyway because there is concern about Walker. But once this report broke on Charbonnet having the, the indefinite you know absence with the shoulder injury, I thought, God, I, gotta, I just got to jump live and hit both of these at the same time. And I don't want people to think that I'm so unbiased or I'm so biased toward Walker that I'm just saying, oh, they're both injured. Hey, don't worry about his injury, but worry about his. But there is some, you know, like if the roles were reversed and he was out indefinitely and he was going to miss some time, I would, I would be completely honest and go, okay, we got to, we got to step back just similar to the, um, 
to the JT stuff. My advice on JT is to not draft him. It's step back, let the dust settle. Let's see where the ADP level is out at. And then we'll then we'll come back and we'll talk about, okay, do we like it? Do we not like it? My guess is we won't like it. My guess is I'm still going to avoid JT at all costs right now with all the red flags going on there. He's unhappy. He wants a new home. He's not going to get it. He's going to play unhappy. Does he hold in for a while? Does that increase the likelihood of injury? There's vulturing and t- of touchdowns in Indy. It's a new system. All that stuff is concerning as hell. Like tons of red flags. I just listed like five. Now, this right here, if the roles were reversed and he was out indefinitely with a shoulder injury, I would have concerns. And I probably would say to you guys, look, we got a lot of Walker shares in the fifth round. I think it's still very, very good value, even in hindsight of him being banged up. But I'll say draft him at your own risk right now. But stepping back and let's waiting isn't a bad move. I, I truly am not concerned about the groin injury right now. It's never great. You never want a player you love to be dealing with anything, even a broken pinky, nothing, nothing. You you don't want, you want, you want them to have a perfect, healthy season, you know, off season heading into the year. That's not, that's not football. That's not running backs. Here's two running backs on the same team. Both of them are hurt. That happens. Uh, but I'm, I'm definitely not concerned at six round value. And that sounds like where Walker's going because question after question, in here today was do we like Pacheco more? Do we like Damian Pierce more? And and I don't I don't hate that take. Like if someone does want Pierce over Walker, I, I don't think I don't think it's the worst take in the world, but I think you can in some cases draft both still, you know, or or you know, maybe you do that in a handful of leagues, but if you run away from the opportunity altogether of getting Walker at six round value. It's going to be the same thing that happened with Barkley. Barkley fell into the third round. You had about a week or a week and a half to to, to consume Barkley shares at 3.1, 3.2, 3.3. You can make him your third drafted player. Barkley is back in round one. Back in round one. The knee-jerk reactions were so severe, you got him in in the third round as a third drafted player. I, I think the, the risk is more likely that you're going to regret not getting the six round value then later on us finding out that things are worse than we thought or in week one he re-aggravates it or something i think you're going to be really upset at yourself just like someone might be that didn't want to take bar a chance on barkley anywhere you know that's why we uh we drafted the combo i mean last year look we knew penny was going to get injured at some point and Walker started the year, remember, it wasn't a groin. It was kind of a, it was a hernia, right? And yeah. we knew it wasn't, um, uh, he was going to be out a few weeks and stuff like that, or more than a few weeks, but uh, he got over it and he smashed it. I think the same thing with a groin injury, it's in the same type of area, that he's going to get over it and he's going to smash it. Charbonnet, I agree with you. We got to wait and see on, on his with the indefinite thing, but um, but that's why we drafted early, and that's why we draft we you cuff them for that situa- type of situation because that happens just like San Francisco. They injure they injure their certain quarterbacks and their backs. Seattle backs get injured too, just like almost the same. You know, you just gotta roll with the punches there. Can I? Can I? And, uh, I'm not. I'm not worried about it. Can I set? Can I show you guys? Let me give you the psychology twist of this, okay? Because I, you guys know, I love the psychology and fantasy football. So let me just kind of give paint a picture here of the human condition. Um, here is. Uh, let me let me move all this stuff out of the way. Where to draft Hopkins? So we'll change this to uh, Walker's ADP um, seven thirty twenty three. Okay, so. This is this is to, to explain psychology, the mind overreactions, how people react. So Kenneth Walker before Zach Charbonnet was going at what? About Ron 2.4, like a, a right around there, right? 2.4, 15 yeah. over. So let's say Zach Charbonnet was not drafted, ever drafted to the Seattle Seahawks. He would probably if he had a groin injury right now, fall to where? Maybe the third round? Then people would say, oh, I don't know. You know, they're still going to take him, but it's like, you know, what? what is this groin injury? What looks to be minor, what does this do to his ADP if, let's say, Zach Charbonnet was never drafted onto the roster? Third round, I would assume, right? Yeah, somewhere. Maybe, maybe top of the fourth, third. Okay, so that's the crazy part. 
is let's put Zach Charbonnet back onto the board, and he's not even going to go in these first eight rounds, but let's put him at the end of round eight so people can envision that he's drafted, right? Zach Charbonnet is now on the squad, okay? And let's say tomorrow morning we get word that he's out for two, three months with with some sort of massive shoulder issue because he's out. He's ruled out indefinitely right now, which is not a good look. If we take him off the board, let's say he's out, I... This is where this is where you just said, I just said, and I think everybody watching just said, with the groin injury alone and no Zach Charbonnet, Walker should be in this three top of four territory. He's now right here. It's it's the order of things that made people look like you deflate their balloon, their expectations lower. So if Zach Charbonnet is out of the picture and he has a groin injury, I, I think he he I think he he still stays in this five six territory instead of the three four. It's just, it's the biggest uh, um, amount of overreacting you can find. And, and I, I almost promise you that if Walker, if Charbonnet's out a significant amount of time, this guy's not climbing much higher than fifth round territory. And it wouldn't have gone that way if the order of things was different. Uh, Walker in round six wins you a league. I, I, I just, without having a growing tear, which we don't hear he has, Everything we're hearing seems to be it's merely he's going to be out a little while, which is totally typical. You're going to do that with a player that gets injured. Um, you're, you've got a, a whole heck of a lot of time before week one. We have literally 40-something days. Uh, Kenneth Walker, let's see. I'm going to see if there's anything else. Told reporters rookie Zach Charbonnet has a shoulder injury and is out indefinitely. I don't see any updates on anything. Um Rappaport said not great. It's definitely not great. It's not ideal. No one's excited about it. But there's always an opportunity with the negative situation. Charbonnet, his injury. Let's say Walker didn't get injured. Okay, so Walker is right now, he's going at 5.1 with Zach Charbonnet on the roster. Zach Charbonnet's healthy. Again, he's in like round 10, but I want to put him here so you can see him on the board. If Zach Charbonnet was injured and tore his shoulder and is out three, four months or for the season, let's say. Walker, who's going 5.1, if he wasn't injured, would probably climb to four, maybe even the bottom of three. Would you agree? If, let's say, Zach Charbonnet was out for the season and Walker didn't have the groin injury, yeah. he, he would go from the fifth round to bottom of three easy, right? Mm-hmm. Then why was he yep. here? Why was he here in the top of the second round before Zach Charbonnet was drafted? You see what I'm saying? People do not, re- they don't, self-correct they don't correct the market properly and that's where the psychology comes in he would go from fifth round to maybe bottom of three mid third he would not return to the place he was before none of this happened and that's all i'm saying is you got to look at it from like a a bird's eye view and just say where are the pieces moving on the board and 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 the the bottom line is no matter what happens walker is going to be a steal all off season long there's risk involved sure there's risk in anybody a big question is if Charbonnet is out indefinitely, do the Seahawks, knowing that the Seahawks are, are major into the run, do they go out and do they look at getting Cook? Do they look at getting TJ? Do they go out and look for getting that running back? Um, because they're not just going to hope it with a rookie, right? I mean, I mean, they, I mean, the Charbonnet, but I mean, Musgrave, they're, they're going to go out and get somebody else that's in the market because they're cheap. So do they go out and get a thousand cook? Do they go out and get, you know, one of those free market uh, running backs that we're waiting to see where they go? They certainly, they certainly look at Zeke. They certainly look at Zeke. They certainly look at, uh, you know, all those options, but, but I, I don't know that those affect me much. You know, like Dalvin Cook, I, I don't know that Dalvin Cook's going to change directions and go towards Seattle, but you never know. It depends. If the news broke now, maybe he does schedule a visit, and that would be that would be very, very interesting turn of events. But but cer- certainly feel like um, as of this moment, I don't know that they're, they're, they're truly that concerned about filling Charbonnet's role as much as they would if Walker went down, then I think they do bring in a Zeke or they try to find something, something more secure. But, 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 but like Walker, Walker was injured a little bit last year. We all know that. And that kind of put him smashing it last year, a little bit behind schedule, but um, that's the thing is if you're Pete Carroll, you're thinking, Oh, wow. You know, 
I got these running backs that always seem to be injured. I better like shore this up. Yeah. Walker's injured now. My out indefinitely. I, I need some more running backs in here. Give me some more running backs. He he might. He might, he might, but he did draft uh, a Macintosh as well. So, like, you know, he has a surplus of them right now. So he might say, okay, if Charbonnet's out for, and I don't think Charbonnet will be out for the year, but because the nature of the shoulder injury. But let's say he's out for two months or something like that. He's not going to learn the offense. He's not going to come in and take take Walker's job anytime in 2023 because he'll be so far behind. There's no way he'll be a special teams guy. Um, keep in mind, Pete Carroll. When Charbonnet picked up the phone and Pete Carroll said, you are drafted, young man, comma, you're going to have to play special teams. Like, we don't even know what Zach Charbonnet's role would have been. So I think the freak out is far less in Pete Carroll's mind if, if it's if it's this guy versus this guy. If Walker goes down, which he he's not, and that's the whole point, is he has a, a minor groin injury. And, and anybody that categorizes this as a lingering, I've seen a couple comments in the chat, lingers throughout the year that is such a blanket statement that you can't say every injury is slightly different than the next some are more severe than others the grades matter um the is there damage what is it is it just a strain like you start using words like oh this will linger all year long and you don't even know what the severity is when we're hearing it's minor i think that's that that's the that's the casual caleb take that I get it. I understand it. That's why I'm here screaming and yelling to try and convince as many people that, that are that are watching as possible not to overreact and miss an opportunity. I want those people to understand that there's risk. Uh, like, could I be marching you down a path of risk? Sure. But but is the risk worth taking? I'm saying I calculate it as, as a, a risk worth taking in the sixth round. Absolutely. <laughs> like, absolutely. Same, same type of thing as last year. Remember the grade on Eternia? We were all looking because right. I mean hernias, pure hernias, whatever. And we found out it was a it was a lower grade hernia, and it was he wasn't expected to be on the shelf for a long period of time. And and this is the exact same type of injury, you know. It's, it's, it's we don't know the grade yet, so there's no use of freaking out. Um, I'm not freaking out over it. I, I think he'll be fine. Uh, Charbonnet, uh, you know. Yeah, I got Char- a lot. We both got Charbonnet, but you know that's why we took Charbonnet with Walker. Is is pair him up because if something happens to one, you have the other. Yeah, Charbonnet. Charbonnet has a shoulder injury, guys. If anybody's just joining, um, he's out indefinitely. Walker has the groin injury, which will keep him out a little bit of time. But there, there's no indication that 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 Walker's is severe. The indefinite verbiage being used with Charbonnet is not is usually not a, a good term however could be reported wrong there's a lot of things we've got to keep into a account here but the shoulder injury for Charbonnet feels more severe and likely to have some sort of update soon that is not a good update it goes in a much worse direction than it goes into a positive direction but hey it could be something to where they think it's worse than it is they go in for testing and he he, he whoo everything's gonna be good he should be out a couple weeks though but he's gonna be back but the good news is if if injury is not good for anybody, but, but the silver lining here, if let's say he's even out a couple weeks and, and he's out a couple weeks, he doesn't take his job while he's out. And number two, he knows the offense, Kenneth Walker, Charbonnet is learning it. And so that puts Charbonnet behind. And if anything, if you want silver lining, it's a lot harder for him to come in and take work away from Walker with him starting out injured. So it's, it's, it's a good thing. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not freaking out about it until we find out more. Yeah. Oh, and, and to uh, uh, um, correct the record, that was a fifty dollar hauler I gave you, not a twenty dollar hauler. What did I say? Twenty? Yeah. Oh, uh, hold on. Let me Your go. system, I think, brings it up at twenty, and you don't see it. Yeah, you my my bad. With a fifty dollar fifty dollar hauler, you probably should get like a little extra like uh, rain action as well when you do a fifty. Probably D class. Thank you for the super well, chat as well. For my, uh, um, I get another bowl prediction. I think I'm up to three now. Yeah. In the in, in the pocket, I think, think I'm up to three. Think, up, I think about them and, and drop them when you're feeling you're feeling uh, frisky about it. Um, yeah. Well, boy, this is. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if you saw that, but and everybody should. Uh, I hit another uh, baseball pick them for eight hundred today. So. Jeez, for eight hundred. Um, Eight hundred. Yeah. Look, Ron, you you might have cracked the code on on the non football sports. Um. So, 
Oh, it's been tougher lately, but um, yeah. So anybody get over there, use code Smitty, underdog. Yeah, but but I mean, boy, guys, this is not this isn't I this isn't ideal. No injuries are ideal, but there's opportunity where things are un, ideal are not ideal, and that's what I'm mainly here to 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 motivate people with. Let's see, scared Scott's calling, and I'm sure he's petrified about this situation. And then Avi, Avi, I'm gonna go to Avi. Actually, let's go to Avi real quick. Avi, you're live. Yeah, what's going on, Smitty? No rush. Um, I like Walker now more. So uh, I was high on Walker going into before the NFL draft, and I don't know why they took this guy. I'm not gonna lie; I don't think he's a bad player. I think he's good, but I think Walker is honestly way better since I mean, Michigan yeah. State. So I think it helps Walker, and uh, hopefully he's healthy too. But I mean, if you get Walker in the fifth round, even I think fifth round is if Walker's my fifth player, I'm chilling. I mean, he's cemented into the fifth round now. He was kind of like fl- he was flirting at the turn, you know, like in, in underdog. I was yeah, getting yeah. him like clockwork, but it was like on on in draft slots where I had, you know, the fifty, the five point one, the five point two, five point three, five five point four. Now I think he's cemented into the round five territory. So five point eight, five point nine, five point five, and so that's great. But uh, and D class just updated us that on a draft he's doing Charbonnet drop twenty four draft slots. So Zach Charbonnet is now going at 124. Now it's even easier to cuff him. I think that's a situation where um, you just grab, you know, Charbonnet no matter what because what who cares about 124th overall pick? Um, that's worth the, that's worth a little bit of a stab. Uh, Silence says, "Come on, guys, you're trusting Pete Carroll to Seattle." Um, what's he saying here? Lenny, Zeke, or Hunt? Boom. I mean, they'll certainly, if Sharp's out a long time, bring in one of those guys, but that's not scaring me, pal. I'm sorry. You, you, silence, stay silent. Uh, let's go over to uh, Scared Scott. Let's see how scared he is. Petrified. I'm sure Freaking you are. Charbonnet, I got him everywhere. Yeah, well, I mean. I've been yeah. going. I've been going light on. I've been taking like in the first eight rounds. I'm taking only like two running backs, and then I'm starting in the ninth and grabbing Charbonnet, Bigsby, Mitchell, Algier. You know, people running backs that have a role that can come in and play, but are also have massive upside. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and loading should... up on my receivers. You should never be expecting Charbonnet to come in, though. He's he's like an accoutrement. He's a, a player you're hoping something happens, but you should never be expecting anything out of him. He's he's a late pick, so. But I do uh, I do oh, agree. Yeah. I'm, I'm not happy about my standalone Charbonnet shares right now, but I have so many Kenneth Walker shares that my concerns more with Kenneth, Wa- Kenneth Walker. And going forward, I'm going to own both of them. I'll probably draft both of them as you know as much as I possibly can, and I, I'm not looking at this from a, a a crazy risk perspective I, I i think it's i think it's i think the opportunity is greater than the risk that's what it's all about that's what it's all about jt the opportunity is not greater than the risk j so here's an example jt where's jt falling jt's falling now to the bottom of the second round so one might say smitty why do you like walker falling when he's injured but you don't like jt falling and and he's he's still Temp- technically injured, but he's less injuries. You know, he's on the PUP. He's, a, he's holding in sort of like, you know, vibe, right? Why do you not like JT more? Because the risk feels so much heavier on his situation, the vulturing touchdowns, the unhappy situation, the the likelihood of getting hurt if he's skipping camp and all that. Um, now, Walker missing time, there's a likelihood that increases for him to get banged up during the season, but I, I think it's all packaged into six-round value. So I'm not too concerned, or overly concerned. But uh, Matthew's dropping a $10 super chat. All $10 haulers get a to the moon moonshot. Matt says, uh, should I trade JJ for two first rounders and Metcalf and Knox? I have Kincaid and Geno, so I'm considering it. Wanted to know what you think. Um, first rounders don't mean crap to me when you're talking about Chase or JJ, unless you can guarantee me it's the 1.1 or 1.2. If these are two mid first rounders, I could give a crap. I could give a crap. It's not. It's like two Quentin Johnsons for JJ. No way. Not even close. Even if one was JSN and one was Quentin Johnson, like you get a fourth overall and a like you can't guarantee me a one Matthew. I could give two craps about 
uh, getting first round picks when I've got JJ or Chase or Bijan. So that's a that's a that's a hard no. I, I, you were getting DK, and I do like that, but I'm just I'm just not interested unless I know what it is. So if you told me Smitty, I'm pretty sure it's going to be the 1.1 or has a real nice shot of it. I mean, I'm okay with having the conversation, but at that point, we'd have to discuss it and evaluate it versus now I can just slam the door, you know, because if it's two Quentin Johnsons and DK for JJ, forget about it. And that's all I that's all I can assume at this point. We got a, that boy with a $20 holler on screen. Let me, let me do this. Alert. Super chat alert. That boy says uh, a 10 man, 2 QB, 3 wide receiver, PPR just drafted Trevor Lawrence Watson. Running backs are Pollard, Brees, wide receivers are Chase, Amon Rod, Debo, Dotson. That's a fire team, bro. Uh, Aconquo, Bench, Zay Flowers, Charbonnet. Uh, Kincaid, Madison, very, very good, thought, very good team, my guy. I mean, you got a, you got an electric squad. You got, you got Brees Hall as your second running back. Pollard's a fantastic running back. One considering you got Chase, Amon Ra, and Debo and Dotson and Trevor Lawrence. I love it. You're gonna crush in that situation. I don't even see any opportunities to trade or or some players I want you to trade away. I like everybody you got. I like the Kincaids on your bench. That's great, bro. You might want to even go after Walker at this point using... You really can't use anything, honestly. Maybe if it's a 1QB, which I assume it is. 10-man... Oh, 10-man, two, 2QB, two and you got Watson and Trevor Lawrence? That's amazing, bro. That's great. Even though, even for a 10-man league, that's fantastic. I Smitty approved that team. After learning that, it's even better. Um, okay, so, uh, this is crazy, guys. This is, uh, there's a lot of news going on the last couple days, and, and none of it, none of it's devastating, but certainly there's stuff that's, you know, lingering around that, that feels like, okay, there's some changing and shifting in ADP value. Some of it could be good, though, like this one. Go ahead, Avi. Why? Is this year there's already too many injuries in training camp? Are teams going too hard? Like, don't you, I, I feel like like I've never seen this many like like news with like just injuries. Yeah, but they're uh, not they're not season ending though. So like yeah 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 you know I, I'm not like crazy. Yeah, and, and keep in mind keep in mind social media is so big now, and yeah, the no, way things are reported like things seem crazier every year when they're sometimes they're not. You know, no, it's that's, like the, that's uh, it's like an emphasis, you know, like what a year ago, I wasn't going live on every single piece of breaking news, you know, so yeah. people would find out about this stuff differently. Now it's like you, you wake up and you get punched in the face. Charbonnet shoulder injury. Wake up. <laughs> uh, $10 or $5 holler from, uh, from Wesley. Thank you, Wesley. 10 man casual draft fields, Bijan Gibbs, Garrett Wilson, Waddle and Joku, DJ Moore, Swift, Javante. That's a great squad, bro. That's a great squad. I, I don't even see much I want to tweak there. I want you keeping Fields. I want you keeping Gibbs and Bijan. I love Garrett Wilson, Waddle, DJ Moore, uh, Swift, Javante. Maybe you've got an opportunity to trade Swift or Javante later to upgrade DJ Moore. That's the only thing I keep my eye on, you know, and and you can poke around at it now, you know, try and get, you know, a, a Lave or somebody in there using maybe Javante and DJ Moore or, or even higher, reach higher than that. You could probably even get more than a Lave. That's the only thing I would love to do. That's a great squad, bro. Really, really like it. All right, uh, petrified uh, Scott is still on the phone. Oh, he's he hung up. He was so scared he couldn't even. He had to keep the line clear in case his uh, bookie was calling because I think he had to change some of the Charbonnet bets that he had going on. Uh, so he had to bail. Uh, I'm gonna get off because I gotta go do the throne draft, um, uh, draft order. So if you guys, you guys might already know that we're doing the fantasy football throne this year in august instead of july that's where you guys draft my team for me every time we're on the clock i'll either go live on instagram or if i'm live on youtube i'll go live and you guys draft the team for me and then then we take our team into battle and we we fight against 11 other you know like uh content creators and your team that you decide that you vote on will either win or not win the fantasy football throne and see if we can be the the last team standing uh watson might be off what does that say? Watson might go off top five this year, says Jaden. Maybe. 
Can't wait for the season. Thank you, D-Class. Appreciate you being here. Uh, Avi, final thoughts? Uh, I got nothing else, really. I just think Walker's better going forward, and I've always liked Walker more. So, yeah. All right, man. Appreciate you, Avi. Uh, Rockout says waiting for waiting to take advantage of the the panic. Ron, final thoughts before I go on li- live on Instagram. So, guys, everybody, follow me on Instagram. Um, go to the Fantasy Football Show on Instagram. I'll be live doing the pick order for the Throne Draft, where you guys draft my team, and we'll do that draft in August here. Pro- probably, uh, actually, Tuesday. We start Tuesday. Um, uh, and Ron, hold on. I got two other uh, guys. I can only give you 10 seconds because I got to get out of here. Joe from Michigan. You got 10 seconds. Go. Hey, Darnell Mooney. What's your thought? Wide receiver, bench wide receiver that I hope I never use, but I don't mind him. He's certainly good for fields, certainly good for fields, but I, I, you know, wide receiver five fantasy. Okay. But, but but, but upside. You know, he's got upside. It's just hard to... I do draft him once in a while. I feel like he's a good... Especially in best ball, you draft him with Fields. Underdog Fantasy promo code Smitty. We'll be drafting uh, twos. Uh, actually, we're going to go Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I don't know. I'm, I, I got a schedule change coming because of the 8 p.m. show, and it's going to shift some of the stuff around. But but yeah, bro, totally uh, okay with him. I don't hate him at all. I think it's, it's good news he's going back into his old role where he's not the number one wide receiver, you know, and he got hurt and all that, so... Decent upside, very good for fields, good for the offense. He'll be a, a solid wide receiver in terms of NFL, you know. I think he muscled up, and I think he's going to do great with fields. They got the great combination, and him, um, Cole Komet, and DJ Moore training down in Florida. I think watch out for uh, Darnell Mooney this yeah. year. Yeah, he could be. He could be definitely Contact be a surprise. Here. Definitely be a surprise. Definitely could be. All right, man. Appreciate you, uh, Melvin. Right. You got you got ten seconds. Go. Right quick, um, um, the guy um, offered me his second and first round and second round for my nine and my second round. Do you think I should, should I trade that pick? Well, then we go switch again to my regular payment. Swa- uh, regular okay, so you're draft. swapping evenly first and second round, first and second round. Um, I, th- I think I would because you're going to get – and is this the league where you get – a half a point per touch for running yeah, backs for running, for running backs only you smash that yeah. like you smash that almost 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 melvin not because i like you so much i'm not sending you on on a lap but you told me about this earlier this is half a point for yeah. running backs only per touch that means bijan's no, point five, point f, point 0.5 extra every time you touch the ball yeah it'll be more point. Point 0.5 yeah point 0.5 uh, that that is a smash. Bijan number one overall, and you're you're getting a two pick. You're gonna see him go Christian McCaffrey. You get Bijan number two overall. You smash the hell out of that. And I probably take Gibbs in the second round in that in that format, bro. Yeah, coming back. <laughs> it's like, I mean, ah, oh, I hate to say that because I don't want people following my lead on that in a, a crazy in a crazy way. But but that's a different format. All right, hey, uh, appreciate you, Melvin. That's why. Later. All right, thank you, sir. Uh, Ron Navy, final thoughts. Yeah, I um, um, I'm waiting to. I mean, my biggest thing is I want Charbonnet. Find more out about him. I mean, if he's going to be out, let's say he's out for the whole year, then you know we just got to switch directions on him as far as drafting him, but. Yeah, and and, and, if, and if Walker's not deemed healthy, then that's gonna not trigger the Walker flying up the board. It might creep up a little bit, but people are gonna be so worried about the entire backfield. Like, there's a couple comments in here. I'm just gonna avoid the entire backfield, and uh, yeah. No, I I'll I'll go hard after Walker, especially if he doesn't move up. I'll yep. still be all over Walker. But, um, yeah, Charbonnet, on the other hand, hopefully we can find out more about it soon because I've been drafting him as much as today I've drafted him. Yeah, just start taking him in the you know, 120s, 130s oh, until, yeah. you know, until you know more. Probably won't be out for the year, well, but, but it, it, it sounds like it's going to be some surgery based on the verbiage, but you never know. It could be nothing. It could come out. It could be like, hey, we escaped something. Everything's good, so we just got to wait and see, but... It does sound like it's worse than Walker's. Walker sounds like it's a groin injury. It's not a tear. 
um, it's a strain or if it's right. a, if it's a if it's a slight tear. I mean, a lot of injuries, even tear, even strains are like partial tears to a degree. Um, I mean, you tear your muscles when you lift weights, so there's always tearing going on. All right, um, right. got 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 to run because I got to do an Instagram live before I before I got to get all that done by six. So anything else, real quick, Ron? Nope, I'm out of here. All right, later. Appreciate you. I'll see you guys later. I don't know if there's gonna be more breaking news. I'll go live if there is. So I'll see you all in in a little bit here. Let me read this last super chat here. Um, oh, I'm okay right now. Do you want this? Okay, last super chat here is um, uh, Just Sherman says, "Did we talk about JT back injury working out in AZ? JT back injury working out in AZ? Um, he's on the act. He's on the P, or he's he's holding in technically. So JT's not a hundred percent, you know, especially you know rehab from the ankle and all that. But we assume." He probably is going to be okay if he was in a different like setting. But now with him potentially being disgruntled, what's he doing? What's he working on? How how likely is he to get hurt if he holds in for a while? I don't know. We'll have to see. Um, but we're going live on Instagram right now. See you all on Instagram where I'm doing the throne draft order. Appreciate you all. Thank you for the super chats to every single one of you. Uh, I'm going to throw those on screen right here. Uh, don't forget we go live at 8 p.m. Monday through Friday. I think on Monday I might just launch it at 8 p.m even though this is starting on August 1. We'll have to see. But going forward, cemented in 8 p.m. Doesn't matter what time zone you're in or whatever. It doesn't change from 8 p.m. So you got to kind of know your own time zone shift. In October, that might move forward an hour for you, but it will be 8 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday, instead of 7 p.m., and that's permanent. Uh, Just Sherman, thank you for your super chat. Um, I'm going to throw all your super chats on screen from all you amazing people out there. Rock out, thank you for your super chat. Wesley, thank you for your super chat. That boy, appreciate your super chat. Matthew Boyd, appreciate your super chat, young man. D-Class dropping it like it's hot. Eric coming in with a super chat. Eric, you're my boy, Blue. Uh, Avi, Ron Navy with a $50 hauler. Appreciate that. He gets a bold prediction. Thank you, Ron Navy. And that is all she wrote. I'll see you all on Instagram right now. The Fantasy Football Show on IG. Doing it live. Doing it live. Doing it live. Doing it live. See you on IG.